We are live. Welcome to After Dark with Mark. My name is Marcio Spitre. Welcome to another episode. And today we're taking flight in the United States, Kansas City to be exact, where I'm going to meet a friend of mine, Kelly Pescuzzi, which is, she's an author, movie director. I don't think that, that she's a director, but she's definitely an executive producer, but author of the movie. And as well, she uh, worked into the personal development field. Uh, Kelly, so, so, so happy that uh, you joined me into After Dark with Mark. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What a privilege to be a part of this special show. So I appreciate it. So who's Kelly Pescuzzi? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you into becoming going into the movie industry, which is not necessarily like the path that we would think that someone would take? Well, uh, first and foremost, I'm a wife and mother uh, to three beautiful boys and my husband, Robert. Um, and I also, like you said, um, have a business uh, with Proctor Gallagher that I um, facilitate people through programs uh, in the self-development um, area, which I love. But the movie has been a passion project. It's really been a calling. And I think each of us in life uh, may feel like you have an invitation sometimes to step into a space, but then there's a calling. And the calling is something that will not uh, leave you alone until you step in that space. And that is what my husband and I had specifically with this project. Um, we unfortunately experienced a very dark time, uh, horrific tragedy in our life. And we were left, especially me, with the meaning that I would attach to that event and how we would move forward. Um, and it was really holding on to the promise that everything, no matter what it is, can be used for good. And um, that's really where it started. And we have had um, a calling, I guess, to share the message, a universal message of hope and forgiveness around this event. I can feel that you're getting really emotional with this because this is really close to your heart, right? This yeah. is something, I mean, that's a personal event that happened to you. And uh, would you like to explain a little bit? And, and first of all, like, you know, th this is a, a project with, it didn't happen yesterday. It, it was many years before that it came to the culmination, which right now it turns into a movie. Uh, this has been many years of holding on to an image, uh, an idea, and moving forward when there was no evidence in the physical to show that anything was happening. So obviously, it took a lot of focusing with your will to stay with this belief and idea that this could um, come to life. But we experienced... Um, a, one of my dearest friends was uh, murdered um, with her son. And it was um, something that obviously I would never ask to experience. But through this journey, um, I really believe the book that we co-authored, my husband and I, was really uh, God's universal message of forgiveness. But the project and going through the actual making of the film was my personal journey to forgiveness. And once I came to that space, you realize that forgiveness allows you to really live a different life. So when, when did the, this event occur? Um, 
legally, I am not able just to go into specific details regarding the events, but um, the film has taken years for it to come together. Um, and obviously, again, like you had said, we are a couple out of Kansas City. And for a couple out of Kansas City to make it this far to a Hollywood featured film, um, I think many people have said, how would this even be possible? But it's really applying these universal laws that, you know, holding on to this image and moving forward with the belief that this project would come to life. And um, it's amazing that the cast, the crew, the resources, the ideas, they all aligned at the exact specific time that we needed them as we were moving along with this project. You just said something that probably now the, the, the people listening are, are kind of, it, it probably caught their attention the same way that it, does, it did caught my attention, where you said, legally, I'm not allowed to discuss about this. So even though that this is past and you have this feeling of forgiveness, because like through that process, you were able, like, I would say probably like to, I'm not sure if you fully healing from something like this, but it's it's somehow still following you even though that you know it's like you know it's so many years past well um when i say legally i guess you know i experienced a very real life event in my life and from that experience we created this fiction based story um, that is very relevant to what I experienced and what many people experienced, unfortunately, every day in this world. And so in that regard, it has evolved and taken a life of its own. Um, but again, the whole purpose and intent of this is to bring this universal message of hope and forgiveness. And I don't think there's any better time than now in the world for it to receive this message. So we're really excited. Um, we are progressing and getting closer to the release of the film. So After Dark with Mark is exactly this idea, is this idea that like, no matter how, how deep you can go into, into the hole, no matter uh, what occurs into your life, there's always light somewhere. And, and so I wanna come back to the movie, but like, I, I feel that your message is so important because there may be a lot of people, especially right now, uh, people are losing friends, family, which like basically like they, they're getting sick and they're not getting out of this. Uh, how do you get out of a situation like which, I mean, it, it seems that that person was really close to you. How, how do you stay focused? I mean, you said that you have three boys you have a husband, uh, like there's, there's people which count on you. Like, how do you keep yourself together when, when something like this happened to you? Well, such a great question because that was really, um, the purpose that I had to keep going is I had a family and I had to, um, not figure it out because it really evolved, but I had to really stay in, um, stay with a, feeling of gratitude and it's it sounds so like oh sure it was not easy to do that in that space but i really had to go to gratitude to what could i be thankful for because there are good things going on in this world even though i experienced something like that um, and so i had to hold on to that first of all second was really understanding you know that 
the journey of the film, it was really an out-of-body experience to watch someone else play like my role. And it was, I think I came into an understanding that I was really stronger than I ever gave myself credit to. And I think most of us feel that way sometimes. Uh, it's a matter of you wouldn't ask to go on that journey, but once you do, you realize the power that's within you and you tap into that to really get you through most of those days. No, I love, I love what you just said there because I, I truly believe this, like the, the power that we have is it's totally infinite, but sometimes we, unfortunately, we waiting that something like this happened, like to really start tapping into it. You said that you were, you needed to stay in a state of gratitude. Did you know at the time, because I know that through your teaching, this is something that uh, you're teaching, um, but at the time, did you know that gratitude was so important and you needed to go to that state in order like to, to keep it together? Um, I think I was aware that that was the only way that was going to move me to honestly a place of total forgiveness, but um, I certainly resisted it for quite some time. There was Why? different periods of emotions that you're experiencing of anger and resentment and that you don't want to accept it, but you know, you do have to come to a place where you accept it, you take any good that's possible and you let go of the rest. And I'm not saying it was easy by any means. And it's been, you know, years for me to do this journey. But once I really have come into an understanding of how the mind works, you're more aware of how quickly when you do dip in the wrong direction that you correct and put yourself back moving forward. Um, I think that is really the intent also of the film is that when people experience this, it, my hope is that it will take them to a place where they are invited to embark on a personal journey in their own lives of a place that maybe they thought I could never go to, that I could never um, evolve or grow from. But I hope the message will stir something in them and move them in that direction to grow individually. Now, I know that this movie, you started writing it, I think, three years ago, like through, through the book. Like that was the first step, right? So you guys started to, and when I say you guys, it's you and your husband. Like I know that this is a, a co-project. Uh, you started writing into it. Was this, was this part of the healing process to just like, you know, um, dump, by lack of better word, to dump all of those things that you have in your mind on paper and, and to create and to release it, I think that I prefer that, that term, to release all of this, this emotions because somehow often what we do is we just bottle, bottle up that emotion. We just keep it inside and, and we don't realize, but we're just hurting ourselves. Um, I, I would like to give a shout out to my husband because I think uh, we... We came at this in very two different directions. He was in the thought of, I have to figure out what happened and why it happened. And I was in the space of, I am trying to move through this experience, this pain. And so there was resistance in the very beginning of this project, um, but we eventually came together because we were moving in the same direction, I guess I want to say, bringing this message to the world. I just probably, it took me a little bit longer to evolve, to get into that space. Um, but we are producers of the film and um, 
we believed so much in this product or project that we personally financed this film because it's such a personal project to us. And so we were involved from day one um, with the filming and the casting and it's been quite an experience. Now you don't move from being a mom and you didn't you didn't mention like what were you doing before being a, a consultant with Proctor Gallagher Institute you say I'm a mom and, and wife uh, first and foremost um, but not now moving into the movie industry which is, is, is an industry which is so misunderstood and there's there's so many people involved uh, what was the transition well, the transition, I think, was really learning that we were not in control of everything. And you had to really allow it to flow, to let it happen. Um, and we, you know, obviously had an image of what we wanted it to look like and on a timeline, but um, that timeline <laughs> never worked in the timeline that we expected things to happen. And so it was just an understanding that everything will happen at the exact perfect time. And it did. Um, thankfully that we did not push that because there were certain cast members that in the beginning when we were like, we have to have it done, 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 they were not available. And, um, and I know now why is because they were, every cast member was specifically attracted to this project. And so I think, you know, what I learned is that it's not something that you force. You are really creating a piece of art um, and it's a piece of art that you're going to share with the world. And it's not something that you rush. Now, tell me a little bit about this, this idea of attracting because, well, most of the people are, are hearing this and they might, they might think about the law of attraction and they say, well, this is a bunch of bullocks. This is not working. Uh, you know, I tried it. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, but now you're convinced that the exact piece are attracted based on the type of message that you wanted to 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 portray the the energy that you wanted to have in the movie the the, the feeling that you wanted to to project to the audience tell me a little bit about this this aspect because as you said we had a plan but the plan didn't the timeline was totally out of whack and it creates a lot of heartburn, heartburn right? <laughs> when you are mm -hmm. in it and then you just want the thing to happen. And I know your husband is, is a very prominent, uh, successful businessman. Um, now, now when you're losing control, when you're used to, okay, we're gonna do it this way and things are happening your way. And now all of a sudden, like you, you don't have any control. You have to really trust and have faith. Tell me like your, your, your view on that aspect of, of the movie. Well, I truly believe that you will attract what you are in harmony with. And when you're trying to force it, um, my husband is very um, a type driver there where you get things done and you get them done today. And so that has really been um, something he has evolved in regards to this film. But we had the pleasure of meeting Mary Morrissey one evening and she asked, you know, what are you working on with something really big? And we said this film and we're in the casting process. And I think she could 
start to sense a little bit of frustration that it wasn't going exactly on our timeline. And she said, may I give you a piece of advice? And she said, don't get attached to one specific thing, because when you do, you cut off the supply of how source can work. And that obviously is that the infinite potential without in all of us. And you'd have no idea how things are going to align and how they're going to be attracted or come to you. And so we really let it go in the sense that it had to look this way. And after we grew that concept or image that this is film is happening, we are working with these universal laws. One by one, they started to align and fall in. Um, I really think you have to be in harmony with you have a belief that this is happening. I mean, I've seen it in my mind and this is happening. And you get to a space that you do allow it to flow versus force and resistance. I think that was really the key um, for us because it started with the casting and then it went into um, production and we've taken it all the way now through post-production and the score. And I mean, I could just go on and on. So it's really the awareness that you really have to let it happen. I'm, I'm looking at you and I see, I see the passion behind, behind this project, but it all started with, with an idea. And you're talking about all kinds of different things, which if you're not familiar, it, it might seem like algebra where you're talking about, you know, you've got to, um, to, to let it go. And there's their spirit, which is there. And, uh, then you have to have to be in harmony. Like, can you develop a little bit on, on your understanding, like for, for someone that is listening to this and say, well, that, that sounds very good. You know, I would like to start my movie, but, but like, I mean, what you're talking about right now is I, I, I don't know how, how can I do those things? I think one of the most important things, if you take anything, is that we, we go back to the calling. There was something, an idea, uh, something that surfaced for both my husband and I, and how often that most of us go to, they reject it, dismiss it because they think, I don't know how this is going to happen. And if we would have responded with, forget it. We've never done this before. There's no way this could ever happen. We don't know what we're doing. We've never produced a film. We just were willing to consider the idea. And once we considered it and decided it was something that we wanted to accept and move forward, I think what I'm talking about is you don't always have to know the how how it's all going to come together. Because I can guarantee you, this has evolved into something that is so much bigger than we would have ever even guessed the how would have came together, if that makes sense. How many times are we, are we having an idea, which it, it's at, at first it seems so perfect and we just reject it because, because we don't have the idea how we're gonna make that happen? I mean, daily, multiple times. I mean, I just think of all the ideas that even, you know, have come to my mind, even when I'm studying maybe some of this material and personal development, and I understand more how the mind works. And I still reject it because I'm like, that seems so crazy and so big. How would I even make that happen? And I go back now, I have this reference. Well, we did it in the film. It applies to anything in my life. So there is something that each of you 
have attempted and tried and been successful at. And I, I think that you go back to that as a reference when these ideas surface that you can do anything that you make a committed decision to make happen. Tell me a little bit about Hollywood. Is that, is that what people imagine? <laughs> Well, you know, and, and I'm not for sure. We go back to that, what you attract. I remember people saying, wait till you meet <laughs> maybe some of those crazy people out there. Like, I don't know. I don't know what Hollywood's all about. But everyone that came to our film was the most beautiful, just uh, willing to serve this project, just down to earth. And they were embracing the idea. We want to create the best piece of art that we can present. And we really are here to serve to get this message out. Um, all I can say is my experience has been amazing. And um, we are already um, working on our, our next project in regards to a film. So that's how well- so you. You, you fell in love with, with this idea. You fell in love with, with the, the industry. It says, well, this is, this is fun now. This is pure creation. It really is uh, creation, you know? And, and I think we all are creative. Sometimes we don't think that we are, but when you allow yourself to tap into that, um, those ideas that are surfacing, it, it's amazing the creativity and the excitement and the fun and, you just feel like I have such a strong desire to see this to fulfillment. Like this is really our purpose. Our calling right now is to get this message to the world. Tell me a little bit, how does a day look like in Hollywood? I know there's all those mythical thing and people are thinking that uh, it's, it's, it's all like glamorous and you see those, those amazing you know, a type actor, which are earning, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, like for every movie. How does a day look like when you enter into a studio in Hollywood? Uh, well, I think it was really a gift for us because like you said, you have this perception of what it looks like and it's nothing like that. You know, when we were on set, they are just there doing their gift. They're sharing their gift and they just want to be as real as the rest of us. You know, I don't think they have any different perception of being treated different or any expectation. Um, I mean, they're just down to earth and they just want to be there to serve. And it was really a beautiful experience. I mean, I guess, you know, I, I, I can see what you're saying is maybe you have a perception or not you specifically, but just that you see this different lifestyle but they're really just performing their art. And um, I really enjoyed connecting with each cast member. They were, they were incredible. Well, like I, I was expecting like some juicy stuff. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I don't have any juicy stuff. I guess maybe our next film will have juicy stuff, but it really, it was not, I guess, what I expected. And it was in a good way. Um, they were just so willing to communicate and to serve and to ask, you know, how could we do this better? How does this look for you and collaborate with us? Um, I think they were very moved by the personal human story um, and being part of something bigger than all of us. So that was our first I know, experience. I know that our mentor is uh, playing a little piece into this, <laughs> right? Which is, uh, and, and I saw the clip and I was like, 
wow, like that's 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 good. I mean, it it and I know that you was really moved by uh, being part of a production like this. Well, it was really the the fun part about it is you are not able to really provide him probably many first time experiences. And I don't think he um, had ever acted in a film and it was something that he always wanted to do. And we would have never been able to cast somebody more perfect for the role um, of the pastor than Bob. So he was incredible and I can't wait for the world to see his performance. Um, he really brought a lot to that scene because it was not a light scene. I mean, there is some really sensitive and heavy material that we're addressing and he performed it beautifully. Now, for you that uh, are not aware, uh, we're talking about Bob Proctor and Bob is like, when we shot this, this, um, this podcast, Bob is 85 years old. So you can imagine that when you're 85 years old, there's a lot of experience that, that you had and especially Bob, you know, he's, he's been traveling all over the world. He's been speaking on stage all over the world, like into massive, massive crowds. And uh, I've been invited to do like some really cool stuff over his career. So when you're doing a career for 59 years, you had a lot of experience. So like you guys were able like to create a, a unique situation for him and, and make him live a, a dream because it seemed that like, he was so touched uh, that like, because I remember he was saying, like for you that do not know, Bob has one of his students, which is one of the biggest uh, Hollywood producer, which worked on your movie as well, right? And, uh, and he had this idea one day, he says, I would like to play in a movie. I would like to be in a movie. And you guys make that happen. Well, we were very fortunate and blessed to be able to partner with Phil Goldfein. He is incredible. There's no other producer in Hollywood like him. But it's interesting that you say Bob uh, Proctor was touched by the experience. I think he was also tired by the experience. <laughs> At the end of his performance, he said, this acting stuff is exhausting. <laughs> I want to go back to just doing my seminars. So I got such a kick out of that. But you know, I do want to offer that in regards to these actors, um, cast member and crew, they work tirelessly and you know you go to these films and I you know I have a little bag of popcorn and you just think that looks so easy they are so ridiculously talented in their art and it is they work tirelessly like they go um scene after scene after scene to make sure that it is perfect so it I'm really um uh I was really moved and I was really inspired by what they give um, to their, their art. Well, I had the chance to be on, on set. My sister is working on set. She's a, uh, she's a first uh, assistant, um, like decoration or I don't know what. Yeah. So like she's working on sets and everything. And uh, like she's working on big production from 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 Hollywood, but that goes to Montreal. Mm -hmm. So, like I'm I'm used to that. I've been on sets myself, and you can see days like you know 14, 15, 16, 17 hours, and and it never stops. And it's uh, a lot of waiting, <laughs> a lot of waiting, and just that everything is perfect. The light is perfect, and 
and everybody works on their own piece. And when it's time to go, like everybody is on their A game and it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty amazing. Like to see like this, this amount of people working on uh, the production of a movie. And it's true. Like when we go to a, a movie, we often take it for granted, you know, because we're looking at the final product, but we haven't seen the, the Year, one year, two years, three years, four years, five years of, of production, like from the moment that you go into a, a screenplay all the way to the post-production and, and as you mentioned, the credit and everything. Yeah, my perspective has completely changed. And, you know, it was interesting hearing Bob Proctor too uh, comment how he was so blown away the professionalism of how just effortlessly it all perfectly ran together. Like, they are true professionals. And I know when we were actually filming in New Orleans, um, when we checked into our hotel, I, I think, you know, we were on site for the entire filming. I think we were there. I don't even remember how many days, 40 some days in this hotel room, but my husband and I were just physically exhausted <laughs> by the end of each day of filming. Um, and then you just start over and do it all again. But um, it was really fun. So what's what's next? I mean, you said that you're already working on on another production. Is like, do you want to write again and go into do the 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 creativity behind the movie, write the movie, and start with the screenplay and then put it in into the big screen, or you would like to just use a story from someone else and then just be an executive producer? Well, so my husband is working on a specific project of his own and I'm working on my own project of my own and um, his, they have written something original um, and it's going to be uh, a pretty incredible production uh, or project and mine is totally different. And so more news to come on that later. <laughs> it's really in uh, the creative state, but I'm super excited about this project. So now you, you brought this to another level. It says, okay, now we're not going to work together on the next one. You do your own thing. I do my own thing. I think that like we, we need to have something on our own and, uh, and, and put our own heart into this. Because like sometimes in creation, you know, we're not necessarily on the same, not going to say on the same page, but like we have a different view and different point of view. And this is one thing about movies as well. When you have a director is he's bringing his view, but you have maybe the, the, like your story, you need to be able to communicate what you're seeing into your, your mind's eyes. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's really interesting because, you know, going back to how you said, how would you share with the listeners? And we were talking about when these ideas surface and sometimes you abandon or disregard or dismiss because you don't know the how, like if we would have dismissed this, um, who knows, like, you just never know what's behind door two, you know, that's door one, but door one is actually preparing you to step into door two space. And so I just would really, that's like one of my biggest hopes is that everyone, uh, buys into that they have the power to do whatever they decide to do and just open door one, because it's going to lead you to the next door. And it's pretty exciting. How do you conciliate those those two career? Because like it's totally in different direction. Uh, you you are helping people, sharing some information, you know, into the personal development space. But at the same time, you you are very involved into a creative space where that 
uh, it demands as well a lot of focus, a lot of attention, because that's that's a little baby. You know, every time you're starting with a movie, it's a baby. Well, um, actually, what I teach and facilitate on the side with Proctor Gallagher is actually the same material that we utilized around the film. And um, we really brought into that, or I guess you want to say energy or information and like the cast and the crew all started kind of understanding how it all works. And it really propelled the project to another level. Um, and what I'm working on uh, is also going to be utilizing and just re-emphasizing what I'm teaching on the other side. So they, they kind of intertwine, um, even though most would probably not think so. And it's been great in my other practice is to be able to share the personal experience of the creation of this film. And it's just a credibility to show what we teach on the other side is exactly how this came to be. You know, it, it, so they really do kind of complement one another in a very nice way. I mean, you must be very busy. Three boys, four <laughs> with your husband. Definitely um, Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting involved into that one. Um, how do you work with this? And what would you say to someone which, you know, want to start his business and they're at home and it's just like, they're giving themselves all kind of excuses, just like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I want to be there for my children, et cetera, et cetera. I think, you know, I've had to, especially as you're sitting setting bigger goals in both areas is, you know, sometimes they seem so outrageous and ridiculous that they become overwhelming and you just end up being stuck. And I have found what has served me is just to break it down. And the question is, what's the one thing that I could do today that is going to lead me in the direction of that goal? And just take the first step. Like there's no better time than now. What is the one thing that you could do today that is going to move you in the direction of that big idea that has surfaced for you? I, I really think you make it that simple. No, oh, I, I mean, this is, this is so simple. I'm wondering, is, is it that simple? <laughs> because I, I know simple, someone- But it's listening. not that easy. <laughs> I know someone is listening to this and just like, yeah, but, but Kelly, it's not the same for you. You know, I, I don't have that much money and, and I have two kids and I, I'm by myself. And, and then you, you have all of these ideas, all this bullshit story, which is going into the mind, right? Yes, but I, I have found in my personal experience with this business and also with the film is we didn't need any of those resources until you made the decision to say yes. I will do this and I will each day just start taking action. And I promise you, as you stay on that intention, those ideas, those finances, resources, people, they all show up exactly when you need them. And again, some of those times we wish they would have showed up sooner than they did, but looking back now, they, they showed up the exact time that they were supposed to. So what you're saying is they will show up only when you're ready. Yes, but I, I think that's so interesting that you say that because how often do we say, I really want this, but we are not making the space to actually receive it. And so we are not ready. And, you know, my husband and I had to really work on our concept of ourselves and our concept of this film. You know, 
it wasn't always a yes. There was a lot of no's that we heard along the way, but we stayed with building the concept of ourselves and the concept of this film. And when the timing was right, we were ready to receive it. I, I love, I love what you're saying there, but it's like, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can hear, I can hear the people watching this <laughs> just I yeah, I know, but it's, it's easy for you to say, but is that really going to happen the same way for me? Absolutely. If you're working with the laws, because I will tell you, you know, it wasn't always easy. You know, it's easy for people to look now to say, wow, look what they did. This film's being produced. Um, it's going to be released. But if they would have seen us sitting at our kitchen table, the two of us like, oh yeah, let's, let's write a book. And this is eventually going to be made into a film. I'm sure many have laughed along the way, but they're not laughing anymore. And so do not let anyone talk you out of your dream. Anything is possible. So for you, it's really the idea that you need to stay on your dream. You need to, to believe it. You need to embrace it. You need to take daily action into it and just ask the question, what can I do today that will get me closer today? So it could be as easy as making one phone call mm -hmm. to one person that believe that could help you. And that will somehow like put things in motion so you can start like getting some feedback, some positive feedback. So you're advancing every single day. Well, I'm going to like pass the baton back to you now. I'm so curious, Mark, like what would you tell your listeners? I mean, haven't, I'm sure you've experienced setting some huge goal that you thought this is ridiculous. How would I ever get there? Yeah. I mean, you, you it's very interesting because I was listening, I was studying today and I was listening to to uh, Robert Russell, where he's, he's talking about and he's, he's using a lot of scriptures from the Bible. And not that I'm, you know, not that I'm religious and using the Bible, but he's, he's, he's explaining his vision of what the scriptures means. And when you start seeing it from a different angle and you not take it literally, like the fate and you will receive what is required only. And, and that's exactly what you just said. This is why like I'm resonating so much with what you're saying is you receive what you need only when you're ready to receive it. Because there's other things sometimes that need to appear in your life, which you, you, cannot, you cannot foresee right now. And you need to experience that and that before that you receive this so everything is perfectly aligned but it's very very difficult sometimes just to just to believe in that but if you're working from from the power from the source as you just mentioned the source knows it knows exactly what you need what is required for you to get the perfect um the perfect result ultimately but it all starts with the picture that you created in your mind. So the work on the picture is as important as all the actions that you're taking every single day. That is such an important word because, you know, I, I know in the beginning, like we just kept holding the picture and we kept talking about it and talking about it, but until we actually moved into action, 
that's when life really rewarded this project is when we stepped into action, knowing uh, we would be rewarded if we kept moving in that direction. Well, this there's, I mean, I, again, we can talk about this all day long, uh, <laughs> but one, one thing, one thing that I would recommend everybody, which is listening right now is do a list of how you would, how would you would act like when that, that movie or, or like that song that you want to have on MTV or whatever, do a list of how this person would act and think and, and, and behave and feel and identify some of those actions. And this is a very easy way to start acting like that person right here, right now. And if you're doing this, what you're going to see is like there's a little bit of shift that's happening in your body. And you just have this, this kind of feeling of knowingness. I, I just know. I don't know. I cannot explain it, but I just know because you took some little action. And this will encourage you to continue moving, to continue creating uh, the type of space. Because in order for you to embrace this life, you need to create space. And if you stay in the old way, you don't have the space right now. Would you agree? Absolutely, I would agree. And, you know, I'm just sitting here watching you. You're so amazing at what you're doing. And I'm sure you had this thought or idea to do the show and you could have dismissed it, but you stepped into the space and look what you're creating. It's just incredible. Actually, I, <laughs> I wanted this show like 10 years prior that I started doing it. So it, it was there all the time and, and then you don't, you don't allow yourself and then you just say, ah, oh, you know what, I need this, it needs to be perfect and I need that and I, no, just take action and start and you will see everything which is required will start coming and will start appearing when you need it. And this is why it, Kelly, that's exactly what she's just saying to you. What would you say to conclude um, to the people listening that really are really scared about moving in that direction to start their own business to to do something different than what they're doing right now what would you say to them as as a an advice to get out of the dark um i i think you would just i think i have come to the understanding uh, and the belief that i am the only one in my in my way and when i accept that I could be, do, have anything, um, and you tap into that power, you truly can be, do, have anything. Um, and each of us, I don't know what it is for you or anyone else, but each of us has a unique, specific gift that you are here to share with the world. And it would be so sad if that gift was never shown or shared. Um, so I would just encourage each of you to do the one thing you're afraid to do each day. And it's going to lead you in the direction of that goal that you've been wanting to do. Like Mark said, the last 10 years, the film for years, you know, anything is truly possible. Like as uh, our mentor says, do the illogical. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it, sometimes it doesn't seem logical. I, if I do this now, it's, it's, it's not going to work. Do the illogical. You will see 
something will happen, something will start moving and then you will get encouragement and that's gonna make you feel better. That's gonna make you feel like alive. And that's truly what you need. You need to feel alive. And the more you feel alive, the more you start moving, the more people are coming, you start attracting, you start being in harmony with the thing that you want to create. And it really becomes generational. I mean, I've been watching my boys watch me and they're like, wow, if she could do that, what could I do? And it really gets to be fun when you're chasing your dreams. That is so cool. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing your time. When is the release of the movie? Um, we are looking at possibly, you know, fall to early next year. And so it's, uh, it's making progress every day and we're getting closer and closer. So we're really excited. And the name of the film is The Ravine. And, you know, I hope you guys feel it's as beautiful a piece of art as we do. Is the book available? It is. It's on Amazon. So you can find the book, The Ravine, which is written by Kelly Pascuzzi and Robert Pascuzzi, correct? Robert Pascuzzi is uh, the name on the book, but it was co-authored <laughs> by both of us, yes. Okay, so we're gonna have all this into the credits. So you're gonna be able like, to find it on Amazon. Kelly, I wanna thank you for uh, joining the show. I want to uh, congratulate you on your success and on the beautiful message that you're sharing with the world. Uh, this is something that we need to have and more love that we are sharing better that we're coming together and that we can really start living in the light. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be part of the special show. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. See you next time. Thank you.